listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Who are you gonna call? Uh, Terminac Ghostbusters. That's who you're gonna fucking call. Yeah. Welcome to Grave Discussions, episode forty-five. We ain't afraid of no ghosts. I am your host Barnabas, and I am your co-host Samuel Vinkman. Oh, I oh, see what you did there. Yeah, 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 I do see it. So, uh, if you couldn't tell, today's episode is gonna be all about Ghostbusters. Uh, we just heard about ghostbusters 3 so and we talked about it last week so we have to just kind of give our overall thoughts on the franchise going forward and everything to reiterate on that it's a continuation of the original canon not the crap canon with melissa mccarthy well there's actually been some developments on that no we're gonna talk about them in our main segment Was, was this the surprise yes that was the surprise uh but I'm not going to spoil anything now in case, you know, you don't know or people don't know. No. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll see. That's coming up. Before that, we are going to talk about all the news. And, uh, of course, we do have to give a shout out first to Sports Radio Detroit, our gracious hosts. You can find them on all their social media. They can find them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just type in Sports Radio Detroit, SRD. You'll find them on every platform. That's Sports Radio Detroit and not Detroit Sports Radio. You yeah. have, to, have to clarify every week just in case. Don't want to give the wrong people views. Yes, exactly. So go check them out. You can see our show, other shows like Out of Bounds, Tigers SRD, and more. And over under fair. Hi, Dave. Exactly. Hello. And Lacey. Hello. So... Let's talk about the news here. The first thing was the thing that I was the most excited about. Um, and this has actually been news for about like a week or so now, I think. But Netflix, of course, being the dominant giants that they are, now rebooting Unsolved Mysteries. Dude, I heard about that shit. What do you think? What do you think is going to... I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I'm pretty sure we're not getting the same host. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not, did he pass away or I'm not sure. Robert that Stack, or I think. Old. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah, one of those two. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty positive he's not coming back to the show. But Unsolved Mysteries is going to be coming back. I'm kind of excited about it, you know, because these kind of shows are cool. I just hope that they s- capture the same kind of like creepiness that the original had. I didn't watch it a ton, but, you know. I used to watch it a lot with my parents as a kid. It would always show up on TV. They'd be like, no, well, you know why those mysteries are unsolved? Because they didn't have all this forensic shit that they have today. Yeah. How are you going to solve a fucking murder case in like 1959? In 1959, little Jessica was kidnapped by her kidnappers. <laughs> it's like, bro, they what, they didn't have fingerprint fucking yeah. things back then. They didn't have shit. All they could be like, well, no one saw it, so fuck it. Yeah. I think this new iteration is going to be pretty cool. Uh, depending on like what cases and things like that they dig up, you know, if it's like more modern stuff, like you're kind of implying that you'd like to see, I think that would be cool. Yeah. I want to see something like so fucking crazy that it was like, 
unsolved like in modern days like something that's unsolved is either one they didn't want to look into it too much because they don't give a shit honestly or two it was too hard to solve and there's some evil killer genius out there yeah either one is fine by me though yeah but i mean yeah there is some like supernatural stuff on there kind of you know so yeah it's pretty cool but it's just the way that they like portray the stories is pretty sick so yeah i'm kind of excited to see it in the modern day i just hope that they get a cool host because that was like one of the main draws of the original series you know but i know a lot of people are excited about it so we'll see what happens with it uh as of right now there isn't a release date for it i may be mistaken but i don't think so so let's move on now be on a lookout for unsolved mysteries i believe it's it's supposed to be coming out this year but don't trust me on that next up uh is also some pretty exciting news Edgar Wright, if you're familiar with him, uh, the director behind Baby Driver. Uh, he also did pretty much all the like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost stuff, uh, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Hot Fuzz, and then I think The End of the World or, or whatever it was called. So he's mostly like a comedy guy, but his next movie is going to be a psychological horror movie set in London and with a female lead. And supposedly it's inspired by Don't Look Now and Repulsion. I don't know. I don't know what to make of this one because I, I wasn't like, I like Shaun of the Dead, but I wasn't like a diehard fan of this guy. You know, yeah. I'm not too familiar with him. So he mostly does like non-horror stuff apart from that. Um, so I'm not that surprised, but he's a pre- he's a pretty sick director. I mean, I like his visual style and his writing, you know, so uh, seems pretty cool. Apparently it's going to be in central London, specifically Soho. But there's not really that many more details other than that. I mean, just from the influences, I'm guessing it's going to be some kind of like, you know, someone's getting chased by a killer or something, and then a whole bunch of weird shit happens. So it sounds pretty good. And based on his work, I mean, I'm kind of excited for it. We'll see. I mean, I don't honestly, I never give a shit who the director is. You know, a good film is a good film, so... It could be made by Rob Zombie and I could still like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in general, I like some of his movies, so I feel you. Well, I liked House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects. Uh, I actually did like Lords of Salem. I mean, it, it was like a very atmospheric movie like yeah. to me. like, And it was like, I don't know, it just freaked me the fuck out. That's why I liked it. Like, it genuinely like yeah. fucked with me. I think we talked about this movie last week, so... Yeah. Yeah. But, I no, I, I get you. I mean, I kind of felt the same way about it, you know, other than those really just off-the-wall weird parts, but... That's what I'm saying. That's what freaked me the fuck out. Like, I, it was more so the score and, like, the fucking... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's just... Anyone can make a horror film and I'll be fine with it. Like, as long as it's good. Yeah. I, I mean, look, Jordan Peele came out of nowhere and made Get Out. You could have told me fucking... It, this is a Martin Scorsese movie. I'd still be like, yeah, fucking awesome, cool. Like he made a horror film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just depending on who the director is. For me, I feel like you, you kind of have certain expectations. Yeah. Like now, every, after seeing the US trailer, everyone's like, "Holy shit, Jordan Peele is amazing!" Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. So it does depend occasionally, but no, I feel you. Like if it's even from Jordan Peele and it sucks, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, this movie sucks." Did you see that yeah. uh, theory that they had? Like the jordan peele one it was like the first movies get out and the new movie's called us and it's about black people get out of the u.s they want black people to get out of the u.s that's like jordan peele's like message like they don't want us here what's the next movie gonna be then is it gonna connect 
The next movie's gonna be called Bitch. Like, <laughs> like I guess that's the only thing that makes sense. That uh, that segment was funny as shit. If that's what you're referencing. Yeah, that was. I said, I said, bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm uh, referencing. Yeah, that was funny as hell. So uh, let's move on now. Be on the lookout for that. Once we have more details on the new Edgar Wright horror movie, we'll let you guys know. Finally, uh, I was pretty excited about this too. HBO is going to be premiering a new horror anthology. I didn't know that. Yep. Called uh, Folklore. And it's original series. It was originally on HBO Asia. And it's actually about all these like Asian legends and folklore and shit like that. And I think they're like six episodes or an hour long. And they each focus on like a different, you know, a myth or tall tale or whatever. So it sounds pretty cool. I'm into all that Asian folklore and everything. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, honestly, I'll watch any horror anthology. I literally bought every horror anthology I could. So now I got to start watching Channel Zero. And then yeah. uh, maybe not so much the shows. I'll, I'll, just, I'll, I'll, I'll be the horror anthology movie guy. Yeah. I mean, but this is technically going to be a show, but it does seem sweet. I mean, HBO is kind of like a premium thing. I mean, look, me. honestly, Asian horror is the craziest fucking horror. So I'm, I'm excited to yeah. see what myths in there in their you know country like mm -hmm. exists because japanese people have fucked with me the most part on these <laughs> on these horror movies and in the indonesians like yeah they're fucking nuts bro. may the devil take you yeah that's exactly what i was referring to <laughs> that was pretty the most that was probably the second most over the top horror of 2018 the first being cherokee creek that's probably the most yeah <laughs> over the top movie of all time in a good way like yeah yeah we saw that pretty recently and i was internally freaking out the entire time i was like oh shit it was hilarious it was funny though yeah it was funny so shout outs to those guys but definitely be on the lookout for folklore it's coming february 1st on all the hbo platforms and everything and i believe it's going to be in english with subtitles as well or something so next up we've got a couple uh, trailer announcements for you guys not a whole lot of awesome stuff on this front but this first one was pretty cool to me it's called Lords of Chaos, and it's kind of a like faux horror movie. It's really sort of a biopic or biopic or however it's pronounced. But Lords of Chaos coming out February 8th in theaters and on demand February 22nd follows uh, a teenager in the 1980s who's trying to launch Norwegian black metal in Oslo. Oh, yeah. I, I heard of this one. Yeah, it's actually based off of a book. And the whole thing behind this is that there really isn't a hundred percent truth to everything that happened, as I suppose with all rock and roll, you know, there's just a lot of mystery and shit, you know, not rock and roll, metal and all that kind of stuff too. But apparently, a lot of crazy shit happened with this band, uh, Mayhem, and there were some murders and types of like you know, like heavy metal, like satanic type shit involved apparently i remember back in like the the 80s there was this like one black metal band called burzum and like the lead singer from that band killed the lead singer of another band like oh shit yeah he fucking stabbed him wow and the guy from burzum just got out of jail like we were probably in like 10th grade oh shit okay so he's been uh is he like still doing music or what i i i think so i don't huh. know all right. Well, I mean, I guess. Like, what else are you going to do? Hopefully he doesn't go stabbing people. Yeah. You know? 
I don't know. We'll see, I guess. But yeah, this movie looks pretty cool. And there's like a tagline too, which is like based on truth and lies. But the movie doesn't really look like a horror movie, but it kind of chronicles like the band's evolution sort of, you know, Mm -hmm. when they get like famous and shit and just a whole bunch of really crazy looking shit happens to like all the members nice yeah it seems pretty cool i mean just the aesthetic of the movie alone kind of gives me those horror movie vibes oh really i haven't i still haven't checked it i i mean i've been reading shit about it and that wasn't i've known that this was in the works for a minute yeah the the trailer literally just dropped oh shit yeah but it looks pretty cool i would check it out it's it's got kind of i don't know it's got these weird vibes like you'll just have to see it and let me know what you think about it i got you but uh next up we're gonna review the new into the dark original movie on hulu releasing february 1st it's called down and so this is supposed to be like the valentine's day one because you know they have like a different season yeah or some or holiday they have a different holiday for each movie so (laughs) The Valentine's Day one's kind of cool. It's about these two people who are trapped in an elevator. And that's basically the premise. And then, like, they start connecting, but then, you know, one of them goes crazy or something like that. And they're, like, trapped in there for days. So that's basically the premise. And it's it says it's a mashup of rom-com and horror film genres. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. It actually looks kind of interesting, but I'm really worried that this is just going to take like a really stupid route, you know? A lot of these movies do. Like, they'll start off good, and then like the ending will just be like, well, you missed it. You had the chance, and you blew it. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree completely. I haven't seen any of the other Into the Dark ones, though, but apparently they've been pretty good. So I'm expecting that this one might follow suit, you know? have you? Did you watch The Body or Puka? Did you watch either? No, my friend told me to watch Puka. Oh, okay. There was actually another one too, I think. Uh like a Thanksgiving one or something like that. I'm not sure. I have no fucking idea. No, I haven't yeah. haven't watched. Have you? The body No, I haven't, but the body looked really cool for me. That was the one with the That was the Halloween one with the killer on Halloween and he's like dragging a body along. He's like an yeah, assassin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one looked pretty sweet, but I haven't been able to check it out. Yet. I didn't either even though we talked about it. Yeah. But, I mean, if you are a fan of the series or if you just want, like, a cool thing to watch on Valentine's Day, like a horror movie, check out Down. It's uh, part of Into the Dark coming out February 1st on Hulu. The last one is definitely, like, the craziest one. Knife plus heart. Knife plus heart. Uh, It's actually coming out in some theaters in New York on March 15th and in some theaters in la on march 22nd this seems like that's that, that the title of the movie is like kind of like old school like that's some sort of yeah. 80s naming like well ch- check out the, check 70s. out the premise yes you're on the right track it seems <laughs> i think it seems 70s ish because they always had those like really long titles like mm-hmm. attack of the killer near duel vampire trolls like it's like, like oh shit. blood and black lace stuff like that dude they even had like uh, what have you done to Solange? Let's scare Jessica yeah. to death. Like yeah. all those fucking movies. Don't torture a duckling. Yeah, all those. And then there was like pieces. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that was Torso. probably the, the single the single word movies are usually the best ones. I usually agree with that. Yeah, but check check the uh, premise on this. Okay, you're on the right track. So it's basically being marketed as a like gay or LGBTQ 
giallo oh horror shit movie. is yeah. it really yeah so look at the killer's mask it looks actually pretty sweet right uh, hold on so yeah you can uh really i actually kind of think it looks interesting i mean they gave him an afro too i don't think it's an afro i think it's supposed to be like a perm or you know something i don't know this looks really racy well, the whole movie kind of looks racy because it's it's like I said, it's an LGBTQ thing. So it's about <laughs> no. Uh, this looks like 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 a, like a what power movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but it's actually a French movie, and it's about a a porn producer. Damn Frenchman! I know. <laughs> it's about a porn producer who usually does like lesbian porn, like that's what she films typically. But she also does like you know gay male porn and stuff. Yeah, it's, I know it's getting real you know not safe for work here but (laughs) but this is what the movie's about and basically uh someone starts murdering her like actors and so she gets embroiled in like the whole police investigation everything and like trying to escape the killer the so the plot actually sounds like a giallo movie it does and it looks like a giallo movie too like it's got that old school kind of vibe to it it's not italian is it no i mean it, it is based off giallos but it's french so, I mean, I actually think that's kind of interesting because I don't think I've seen a French <laughs> Giallo movie before. We've seen a, we've seen American movies that have been able to replicate that whole Giallo feel, like yeah. 1974's Black Christmas, and then you had Happy Birthday to Me, and mm-hmm. then... There's a couple of new ones, too, like that Barbarian Sound Studio, and then something else, like some Hon- random Honestly, stuff. though, you can't say High Tension wasn't a little bit inspired by Giallo films uh yeah i feel like more people group it now into like psychological horror but i mean there was some influence i don't know that that kind of reminds me of the oh yeah uh the new york ripper yeah because like he was just fucking out of it you know and like so was she like yeah although i mean i guess in new york ripper it follows the structure of a normal giallo more because in high tension you actually see it from like yeah her perspective as the killer yeah you know so but no i i get i get what you mean they are both crazy so that was like the whole thing and yeah at least high high tension though the difference was you thought you knew what was going on mm-hmm. yeah but, it presented itself in that way but yeah. it wasn't in the end just like fucking uh cry wolf or it's still like yeah. kind of like the ending to cry wolf is still confusing to me same yeah i actually was kind of mad that it left off that way because then it never had a sequel but honestly it was so like dude the, the i liked like the killer guys like mm-hmm. i liked the weapon because it was like a fuck it wasn't just like a kitchen knife it was a fucking hunting knife and like yeah i don't know the movie was intense to me like i liked it so no i i hear what you're saying i mean i i, hope I enjoyed this, it too. i hope this has like a little similarity to cry wolf but yeah it looks like it's going to lean toward the high-tension side. Do you want me to call it that she's killing everyone? Oh, uh, I don't know about that. Because, I mean, I don't think that this is going to be like a psychological thing. I think this is supposed to be more like a standard giallo, like rooted in, you know, reality, kind of. Hopefully. Yeah. So it's kind of got that like crime drama feel, which is basically what a giallo is. So, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for that one. I guess if you live in New York or L.A., you could see it in March. Uh, other than that, I mean, if we have any other updates on like a U.S. release, we'll like a wide release. We'll let you guys know. But we're gonna get into our main couple segments now, and actually the first two are uh, connected because we're gonna be talking about Ghostbusters in the Cult Corner. 
We're going to be talking about 1984's Ghostbusters today. Uh, so we did hear about Ghostbusters 3. I'm still going to keep that a secret just for now. Oh. For those of you who don't know uh, the recent news, but we do have to talk about the franchise as a whole. So Ghostbusters 1984, when you first saw it, what was your what was your reaction? I really liked it when I watched it as a kid. I really liked that fucking that green fucker. Yeah, he, Slimer. He, yeah, the Slimer. <laughs> he was he was my favorite ever since childhood. Like I th- I think I even had like a a Slimer like little plush toy. I'm pretty sure everyone has. Nice. I used yeah. to just throw him at the walls though. I'm pretty sure I had a Slimer toy in one way or another. You know, I think I had like a figure. Yeah, they. I remember they had the plastic ones too. Yeah. This one throws up on people. It's like <laughs> I'm not buying that. Yeah. Yeah, it was I mean it was just a fun movie, you know, like Slimer was a lot of fun. Um but it had like some good serious moments too, but it, it was it's just so enjoyable to watch. Bill Murray was pretty fucking hilarious in that one. He was. And then so was that uh that that little what's the fucking weirdo uh Sigourney Weaver's neighbor? Oh yeah, Lewis. Yeah, he just by Rick Hey, I'm having by- a party. You want to come over? <laughs> Played by Rick Moranis, yeah. Yeah, he, oh, man. dude, he was fucking great. Like when she's like, she's like, I want to. When that chick was in his party, I want to leave. He's like, Well, why don't we dance? Why don't we try to dance? She's like, Okay. They dance for like three yeah. seconds. The doorbell rang. Hey, I gotta get the door. And he just walked away from her. And she's just standing there, like, I don't know. That was my favorite part. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the 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 part where he was like having the party was funny to me because I was thinking the entire time, like, I bet you, like. You know, ten to one odds. He's got nobody in the apartment. He's just playing music. Yeah, that would be hilarious. He was gonna make up some excuse if she actually said yes. <laughs> you know the best He's part about the best part about this film was like <laughs> its lack of being rooted in reality because like yeah, <laughs> when the police like <laughs> when the police showed up, they're like, "Well, someone thought it was a good idea to bring their puma to a party." Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what fucking happened. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of ridiculous, and I mean. The fact that so many people saw these ghosts and stuff and were still kind of skeptical about everything. I don't know about this. Yeah. It just pure green slime on you. I know, but who's to say it's a ghost? What if I'm not going crazy? Like, no, these are are real things. Yeah. So I agree completely with that. Apart from, you know, actually, no, like all of it was weird. Like, even when she opened up her fucking refrigerator the first time, like, I did not expect to see what I saw. You know, you can like spoil that. it. Yeah, no, I mean, just Everyone's with with Zool, you know, standing there in that fucking cosmic doorway or whatever. Yeah. Like, that that was so weird, and she freaked out and sought the Ghostbusters' help, but it was still like, I probably would have had an aneurysm and just died. The best part, are you the key master? No, <laughs> slams door. <laughs> what the fuck? Knock, 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 knock. I don't know, man. This movie's just filled with like mm. classic shit. Like I don't know, and it. It still stands up to this day. Like it's still yeah. a good movie. Uh, honestly, some of the effects are questionable. <laughs> like, uh, was it was it Zool that was in his apartment in Lewis's apartment? Uh, I don't or even remember. The, or was that the other dog? I don't know. One, the dog that was. I think it was Zool. Yeah. Yeah, Zool like just jumped onto a table and flipped it, but it looked like someone cut it out and he was like motion <laughs> art to like fucking. Yeah. It was just really bad, but it was still a good movie. Like, don't get me wrong. Of oh, course, yeah. the effects are gonna be total bullshit but yeah i mean it made sense then because that was kind of like kind of heavy cgi for you know the 80s man <laughs> so this is fucking crazy to think oh, of boy. now when you watch like transformers and shit dude imagine what they're real. gonna do with the new <laughs> ghostbusters movie the cgi is gonna be 
probably off the wall oh yeah i mean as long as it's better than the remake oh then, yeah God. But, we're, but we're gonna get into that later <laughs> i wouldn't even classify that as a remake we're gonna get into it in our main segment but I'd classified as the dookie yeah if you must but i mean special effects aside it was just super entertaining obviously the entire ending scene you know yeah with the stay puffed marshmallow man like Dude, that was the best that was the best because like i mean obviously we knew it was going to be him watching it like the fucking 10th time yeah me the first time watching it since i was like dude it's been like a good like 14 15 years since i watched yeah. it probably like last time i watched it i was probably like 10 years old mm-hmm. it's fucking crazy but uh yeah the stay puffed marshmallow man was great because like don't think of anything don't think of anything and then uh He's like, well, you didn't think of anything, right? No, my mind was blank. You didn't think of anything. They pause. They turn to Dan Aykroyd, and he's just like, "Like, what did you think of?" He's like, "Stay puffed, marshmallow man." <laughs> like that was great. Yeah, he was uh he was underrated. I feel like in that movie, you know. No, he was like the badass. I think. I mean, don't get me wrong. Bill Murray is like the smartass. Yeah. But Dan Aykroyd was the badass because he's like, in the name of, and he started just talking shit to Gozer. <laughs> Are you a god? Bill Murray nods his head. Yes, Dan Aykroyd turns around. <laughs> no. <laughs> they all get electrocuted. Yeah. Once, when an evil demon asks if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> that Yeah, that was hilarious, actually. I only got up to like an hour watching it today, but I still remember like most of that last scene. But it's it's great. I mean, just seeing the, the Stay Puft, like that whole fight at the end is super nostalgic. And... One of the greatest moments of my childhood, you know, movie-wise. It was the best moment ever because they did what they weren't supposed to do and they crossed the beams. Yes. Yeah, you never cross the beams. You know what's hilarious? They did it, like, twice. <laughs> yeah? I think they did it in the second movie, too, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. No, when when Dan Aykroyd got possessed in, like, the, the Ghostbusters 2 by what's-his-name... I was going to say Bjork. <laughs> Vigo. Vigo, yeah. I don't know why I thought Bjork, but... When he got possessed by Vigo, they just fucking shot him through like the yeah, painting. Right. If it seemed like they crossed streams at the very end to like make him explode, but I could be wrong. I, have no I don't know. They didn't mention it, so I figured yeah. it was like no, I don't think so. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> that aside, I don't know. Did you like Vigo more or did you like Gozer? Gozer. Yeah. Like by a lot. Vigo was just a fucking cornball. Kind of. Yeah. I. I mean, it, the whole like painting was cool but then like when you saw his face i was like nah <laughs> yeah i was like who's this because he, he was just this like he had half teeth in his mouth he was just some like eastern european dude like yeah, yeah. i was like who's this who's this old fucking croatian dude that's just fucking <laughs> yeah. just fucking talking shit and growling at us yeah they, they should have used more the budget on probably something scary looking for him like his face rather than all that weird like pink slime they made that Dan Aykroyd on- look pretty badass when he got possessed by him, though. I I thought he looked kind of weird, but all at the same time, yeah, pretty cool. Hey, badass for nineteen, uh, what was it eighty nine? <laughs> yeah. So no, I I agree, I agree. But part one wise, I still like Gozer more. Like, so it had a really cool villain, especially when combined with Sigourney Weaver, who is just obviously a phenomenal actress. But great villain great scene at the end was stay puffed slimer was cool uh zool was pretty cool 
the fact that they introduced like a demigod and like a god in this movie i felt like makes it more epic as well you know yeah i thought it was dope because the whole storyline was sweet i just like the plot to this movie was entertaining the first one though i will say was like it was a lot better than the second one the second one was like like i mentioned to you earlier before we started the podcast is the second one seemed like a bit like darker Mm -hmm. and it didn't have that like same like upbeat like goofy feel really to it yeah because they made like they tried making Vigo a presence too much. That's what I didn't like. But I'll, I'll refute that kind of by saying that uh, I agree. Except they cut that every you know ten to fifteen minutes with scenes of uh, Janos. Oh my god, <laughs> Janos Popova. Oh, you, you, you don't want breakfast with me? Oh yeah. Like he was just creepy as fuck. Oh dude, I fucking love that guy, man. Yeah, that's uh Peter McNichol who also plays renfield and dracula dead and loving it he's just fucking hilarious like he's a great character actor he's a know? great creeper that's what he is that is true yeah his his accent was just funny as shit being like you're a eastern european you know they're like where he's like where are you from anyway up a west side <laughs> yeah <laughs> i actually wondered like what his accent was it sounded like he was like a dutchman Kind of, yeah. But with like Janos, like it kind of sounded Polish to me. Janos. But not really. That could be like Czech. Yeah. Something like that. S- something like Slavic, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's definitely Slavic. It, definitely. The fact that it's SZ, you know, yeah. which is like a Polish thing. Uh, like, I don't know, primarily to me anyway, but i thought that too but he was like my favorite character he was fucking really? hilarious every yeah every time he was on the screen i i cracked up you know Mine, so. <laughs> mine's was still fucking uh dr vinkman oh yeah i mean you can't go wrong with bill murray at all but i don't know i just thought that Janos was was fucking hilarious but bill murray just brings that like cool like nonchalant you know <laughs> like f- swagger i guess i th- like the best part was like when they were when they were uh they were digging to the sewers yeah and then, and then he was just like he's like you guys always out here harassing me like yelling at the police and shit and they're like yeah we checked you don't work for anyone he's uh, like there's a gas leak down here <laughs> it's like oh wow yeah that was actually pretty funny i don't know bill murray just has a presence to him like even if bill murray is in a movie with like five different characters mm-hmm. Like, he still feels like the main guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That's, that's the thing. That's how he's felt in, like, every Wes Anderson movie. I mean, look at Osmosis uh, Jones, though. Like, yeah. he was, like, the the body that Osmosis Jones and the <laughs> the pill guy were in. And, like, he was still, like, the most important, especially once he started dying. Like, Technically, yeah. See, Bill Murray. Garfield. <laughs> yeah, sure. Bill Murray was the best Garfield. I don't care what anyone says uh, about the original cartoon bill bill murray is a better garfield than yeah bill murray is garfield to me for sure zombie land yeah of course. but this movie i mean was it wasn't his start i don't think but I, i'm pretty sure that this is where he became popular if i'm not mistaken or was he already because this was like 84 no i don't think he was popular yet in first ghostbusters yeah i don't know by part two, I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. he was. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Him and Dan Aykroyd. Oh, yeah. I mean, all of them, kind of. But Harold Ramis, not so much. I don't I don't really remember a lot of other stuff that he was in. Yeah, I don't... Did he, He's the one who passed, right? Yeah, in 2014. How did he die? Do you know? Uh, I do not know, actually. I'm not sure. Damn. I, th- I want to say it was some kind of complication with... 
like you know like a disease or something something that he had probably because he was or cancer i don't know he didn't seem like he was that old yeah i didn't really keep up with it that much unfortunately like i actually forgot that he passed so recently you know but uh, yeah because i was i just remembered like damn he's not going to be in the new movie because i saw on the poster it was just winston ray and peter like that was it yeah so that actually is kind of what i wanted to talk about are they gonna bring him are they gonna bring him into the movie as a cgi ghost i swear oh harold ramus yeah i don't know i was thinking about that and i think that they might do that like i said before though if it looks good i think it's fine if it's just like a cameo you know but i don't think they're gonna bring him in like as a ghostbuster you know know, i think he's gonna die you know how you know how i think though like this this uh this movie's gonna start out Mm. like uh fucking ray peter and fucking winston are just like they all haven't talked to each other in forever they just get news that uh that he passed and then they go to his funeral and they all meet back up there and then some ghost shit starts happening at the funeral and then they're like guys it's time to get the team together (laughs) yeah remember quote me on this remember this if this happens like this well, I don't want to quote you on it just yet because you haven't heard what I had to say. Oh, no. So, okay, there's been some more developments. There was, there were actually like a few pictures that came out where people were like confirming shit, like that magazine cover. I don't know if that's legitimate. I don't think it is. There was also a picture going around of Bill Murray in the Ghostbusters uniform, like just walking by and i kind of researched it and that was apparently from this 2010 scream awards and people were making it out to be like it was off like the set of ghostbusters 2020 or whatever you know but uh basically it hasn't yet been confirmed that the three of them are coming back there was an article where ernie hudson was saying like no one's approaching me with a contract like i'm not confirming that i'm in the next movie so right now it's actually not confirmed that they're in it and there's rumors about it being a movie like passing the torch like there's going to be a new group of ghostbusters that are going to be like passed on you know from uh vankman and uh z and um race dance you know and the movie's going to be actually about them and then it's going to be more of a reboot that than a continuation so that's what the talk is right now uh what the fuck yeah so what do you think about that now i'm like much less interested yeah but we still don't know for sure what's happening because you know what it's gonna be it's gonna be another melissa mccarthy type failure well i don't know it depends honestly on what happens if it's a passing the torch movie and it's like the first half hour is the original ghostbusters or the three and then you know something happens, and there's a new group of Ghostbusters. Yeah, they they pass the torch yeah. to Seth Rogen, James Franco. <laughs> I'm, dude, I would love to see that. Dude, that would honestly Michael if, Sarah. <laughs> if anyone should be Ghostbusters, should be Michael Sarah, Seth Rogen, and James Franco. Those three. Well, there's got to be four though. Who would be the fourth? Something like off the wall, like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. Imagine Leonardo DiCaprio is like the new guy's like, like I'm an old man and I'm a Ghostbuster. Like, <laughs> Now they need to give it to someone like a little. Well, they gotta go with the with the racial dynamic. I feel like because that's how they've been doing. Kevin Hart, <laughs> Kevin dude. Kevin, Hart would be look, good. look. I know people say he's like overrated and he's in every movie. Kevin Hart as a Ghostbuster would probably be the best thing in the world. Well, what about Dave Chappelle? <laughs> All right, I, oh. I, I, I'd I'd pay money to see Dave Chappelle just pretend to be a Ghostbuster on yeah. stage. So, dude, Dave, Ch- hold on. Here, here's my lineup. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Okay. 
Seth Rogen is like the Dan Aykroyd type character. (laughs) Bill Murray's character, the the new one, will be Bill Burr. Okay. And then, uh, what's his name? Egon will be played by... Let me think of... Michael Sarah, yeah, yeah that, that would be a whole. Imagine, imagine the, dyna- the, 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 the the dynamic between Bill Burr and Michael Sarah. Yeah, I like mean, the, I think James Franco could be the Bill Murray because he's got that suave factor, but he's way he's way too like you know attractive for a male. Bill Murray whoa. was not that much. I'm just saying objectively, whoa. objectively, you know. I know. I'm just messing. With you. I'm giving you a hard time. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. But whoa. but you know what I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying. So. I'm not actually sure who I would put in the Bill Murray role, but Bill Burr is hilarious. That would so. be hilarious. But he's too rated R. I don't know if we can have a rated R Ghostbusters movie. You know, that would be sick though. That would because there would actually be blood and shit. Yeah, and heads exploding. <laughs> All right, hold on. Dave Chappelle, right? Okay. Seth Rogen, Michael Sarah, and Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy when Bill he's Murray. Funny. What about like? Uh, uh, I was gonna say Jack Black, but it doesn't fit. Jack Black would probably. He's not have a Bill to, Murray. He's not a Bill Murray. He'd be, he'd be like, yeah, he'd be way over the top as a Ghostbuster. Whoa! And he would just shake his fucking. Yeah. Dude, Mike Myers. Oh man, but he's like, well, yeah, maybe. Bro, he could wear however much makeup. He he still doesn't look like an old man. Yeah, kind of not. But didn't he like something happened to him? He like gained a lot of weight, or or he got like kind of old looking. I don't know. I'm not. I don't sure. know, but there. All I heard is he's in the process. I think. Don't quote me right now. Yeah, he, they're making another Austin Powers movie. I think you're right. Yeah, I heard something about that too. I'm still waiting for that. Yeah, I, I got to think about who I would put in the Bill Murray role of uh, of that kind of. I guess a rated R Ghostbusters. I have to see. I'll think about it. Let us know who your guys's <gasps> would be, dude. Ooh. Hold on. Replace replace Egon uh-huh. with Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Oh, Charlie Day. <laughs> that would be funny yeah. and then steve carell as bill murray's character whoa i gotta think about mine let us know what your guys's would be but i expect that it's actually going to be like maybe like a younger group of ghostbusters or something like if the they fucking, do it passing the torch like the stranger things kids <laughs> well not that young i don't think well then who the fuck but, is younger than that michael sarah's an old like ass a, man like a young adult <laughs> michael sarah's an old man that's true he is he just looks like a fucking tall ass fifth grader. Yeah, I think Michael Sarah is a lizard person though, because how can you still look we can the ma- same as you did in like two thousand and six? You know, and the fact that he looks like a lizard too. Like, exactly, looks like a chameleon. But what about Jonah Hill? He could play a Ghostbuster. Possibly, yeah. He's like really like skinny, and he like he's got blonde hair and a beard now. Or fuck it, let's make channing tatum what goes well channing tatum actually channing tatum's hilarious so that might work yeah that would be funny that would be funny but i don't know i could never see the image of like magic mike as a ghostbuster out of my head you know that'd be kind of weird i I could i'll just be like hey it's the guy from 21 jump street because (laughs) yeah i don't think about magic mike when i think about him Because 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street are the better movies no that's true i usually don't think magic mike was so fucking I don't know why it was like rated so well. Probably because of this, the fucking corny ass love I, story. But I didn't watch it. I was like, dude, I was an hour and fifteen minutes into the movie at the theaters, and nothing happened really besides him dancing and like having this like almost romance with his chick. And I was like, yeah, I'm out, and we just left. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just boring, more. So. Yeah, there was okay. nothing interesting. I gotcha. Yeah, I never watched it. I don't plan on it. Yeah, it's boring. But I don't know. Yeah, I gotta think about that. But anyway, I do hope that. 
uh, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Ernie Hudson come back, and Sigourney Weaver. Apparently, Rick Moranis isn't coming back because he's like done acting, which is unfortunate. Really? Yeah. I didn't actually really know about that, but someone replied that I think his wife passed away of cancer or something, and he, you know, kind of stopped acting after that, which I don't blame him for, for you know, at all. So, but crazy. I mean, I'm going to miss his character because I'd love to see his character, Lewis, again. Oh, man. You think but, he would still be weird? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. I mean, I haven't obviously seen him in anything recently, so I don't know. What's the last movie you act? saw him in? I saw him in a movie like uh, when I was younger, but it wasn't this one. No, yeah, I don't know Besides what he's actually. I don't know what he's done like most recently. So I, he did. Uh, he was on the Goldbergs, and then he did some other like weird stuff. But honestly, he didn't even have that much stuff going on in the two thousands. It was mostly in like the eighties. So. Yeah, he, he wasn't really out there, but I mean, he might come back. Who knows? Honestly, everything is up in the air with the new movie right now. But I just wanted to kind of think about like what would happen if the rumors of like the passing down the torch thing were, were true. You know, honestly, I would love to see a movie with like the three remaining Ghostbusters, like kind of darker, maybe almost like, you know, because they're a lot older now maybe they've seen all types of shit and like they find out it was a ghost that got egon and killed him you know yeah or something that's what makes them get together after his funeral like we need to band together then fucking uh vinkman dies at the end of the ghostbusters i was gonna say like i think the ghost would end up being in typical ghostbusters fashion some like you know cosmic god or some shit like that and it would like threaten the i think this time in the world or something and like one of them dies in the process i was actually thinking maybe uh Actually, Vankman would make sense. That would make sense because, like, he's or been to- or uh, Zedemore. Yeah, one of those two, obviously. Because yeah. I feel like I feel like uh, Ray has to come out on top for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know. I yeah, he does because like he's like the the real brains. That's true. Yeah, apart from Egon, he was like the smartest one. You yeah. Know? So it makes that does make sense, but. I feel like something like that would be really cool. And, you know, like, it's still goofy and it's got those funny parts, but because the implications of of the plot are, like, so heavy, it's way darker, you know? And once Venkman dies, then it's, like, this whole big thing. And then after they defeat the ghost, uh, you know, they just hang it up. But I feel like it's not going to be like that. I think they need to, like, they need to make uh, the the antagonist in this one like mm. since this might be the last ghostbusters movie with these three in it just go, go balls out make it satan like you know what i'm saying like yeah that's the final boss no that would make sense honestly. that would make sense why one of them would die in the process yeah but i feel like we're already pitching a better idea than what the movie is gonna be <laughs> yeah i think so you know damn studios you should hire us man i literally just gave you a great final ghostbusters movie yeah i mean come on now yeah but I guess we'll see what happens. I don't know. Maybe maybe the thing I just said is the plot, you know, for all we know. Because studios like to screw with us when it comes to, like, big movies like Oh, yeah, this. they'll be like, it's not confirmed. That <laughs> just to, like, yeah. get our attention and just get us to, like, keep checking back and giving them more ad revenue mm-hmm. by reading more articles and shit that they're releasing and more trailers and then more ad revenue. And then, oh, yeah, yeah now it's confirmed, like, Plus, you know what I think too. With the whole, if if it is a passing of the torch thing, which is what's being implied, because I feel like it was just a straight up reboot, they would have said it. 
you know that's my opinion anyway if it was a straight up reboot i feel like they just would have said it already with the announcement but they're teasing us and they're like there are all these conflicting articles coming out i think that at least ernie hudson or whoever already fucking signed a contract and now they're just like you know like you said yeah there's it's marketing bro exactly i don't know i could be wrong but uh, you know with everything that's coming out about it all the word of mouth and shit you know how many people fucking reposted about ghostbusters 3 and like the teaser and everything yeah bro so many people that's like all i could hear about for like the two days that you know that came out i mean i'm still excited for it but i want to i want to know what the plot is first i i hope it's what i said egon is dead he just in the movie he just died those three go to his funeral a spirit attacks then they decide they got to come back into business that would be like the best like i can't think of any better way to start off that movie Mm -hmm. started off emotional he's dead as if he just died not in 2014 right they're at his funeral they're mourning him some green shit starts flying around the guests get fucking glued to the ceiling and they're like what the fuck like yeah they get their asses handed to them at the funeral and then they're like all right we got to do something about this then there comes like a like a pseudo climax of the movie where like they have their first confrontation with the ghost and they get their asses handed to them and then the final confrontation after like they have some sort of internal struggle that's the perfect formula of course of course but sigourney weaver's got to be in there somehow you know as dana barrett so yeah, we'll see what happens about it. I was just going to reference back. We don't really have to talk about the remake from 2016, Paul Fagg's one with Melissa McCarthy in them. But uh, with all this light of Ghostbusters 3 potentially, you know, uh, I don't know if you saw, but Leslie Jones, who starred in the remake. She was like bitching. Yeah. Saying, you know, something about like the fact that, you know, because the one that she starred in was an all-female cast or whatever and I don't really think it's about that. It's just, not, bro. That movie was just bad. That's all there was to it. It wasn't yeah. bad because they were women. It was bad because it was... Dude, mm. all right, let me... You want to get into the technical side of it? The script was lazy as fuck. The dialogue was not like real dialogue. It was like, yeah, this is a movie dialogue. Nobody talks like this. Yeah. And it was just... It just wasn't Ghostbusters. It didn't have the Ghostbusters feel. And honestly, it was pretty cheesy. So, like, and not in yeah. a good way. That That's it. That's yeah. It had nothing to do with you being women and it had to do with the movie being crap yeah i agree i mean some of the special effects were actually pretty okay but the whole plot was just not very good i felt like um and i also didn't really like the fact that they brought in chris hemsworth as like the really 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 stupid like secretary because like in the original film janine this the whole like assistant to them was not like you know retarded like clinically or anything you know chris hemsworth was like legitimately like stupid yeah they're like they're trying to you know why this like that's another reason why this like movie was like it's like they try to make look how dumb men are look at our secretary he's so handsome but handsome guys are dumb like yeah but if we portrayed a movie with like a really dumb female secretary that was just happened to be blonde haired like ah look at this dumb blonde and yeah like look at them stereotyping us like well, I don't, like, come on, bro. We can't just shit on each other. Like, just fucking, just make a movie. We don't need your political undertones and all that bullshit. Yeah, just I, make a normal movie that we can enjoy. Like, did Ghostbusters one or two have anything to do with gender or like mm-hmm. anything besides like the creeps, like Lewis? You know, like yeah. And then what's his name? Uh, I mean, Janos. So, 
Yeah, no, but sure. even those movies portrayed that guys were creeps. So what do you want? Like we were honest. Yeah, I mean, and Sigourney Weaver was like a powerful character in both of them. I don't. I don't really think it's about that. I think that that's just the narrative she's choosing to portray. For the most part, I like Leslie Jones, but I don't. Yeah, I don't like, agree with it. I don't want to make it that. For me, like personally, it's more so about you know you you started a remake of a movie that was about men. Like you're literally copying that movie but completely changing the genders of the main characters yeah okay but the main characters were were all men so i mean that's the source you know like there's nothing yeah. you can do about that it exists like that that's like us getting mad like that's like yo you know what we're gonna make a movie about anne frank but she's a little jewish boy this time <laughs> like why yeah Wh- what does that do like changing it i understand if changing it would make the movie better or something like that but like you just changed it just to be like you know what we don't need men like dude don't be like that like <laughs> honestly like the, uh, social media is like a lot of people joke but no men are just like women buh, 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 get in the kitchen like yeah. that's not how things are so stop portraying us like that and stop thinking we just hate you because you're women yeah we don't hate you we just thought the movie was bad the movie was bad objectively bad look at rotten tomatoes even the women that reviewed that were like, wow, this thing's a piece of shit. Like, yeah. I mean, there were some funny parts, I, I thought, you know. Yeah, but, and, it was, it, but, but it was it was not a good movie, you know. It wasn't a good movie. Like, sure, there were like maximum four p- funny parts that I remember. But, yeah. and honestly, that was mostly from Melissa McCarthy. But, or Chris Hemsworth from here. Yeah, and, right. and Melissa McCarthy played, let's, let's be real, she plays the same character in every movie. That's true. So <laughs> she just plays like herself. Mm hmm. So that's why it did nothing for me. And like I said, the script was bad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the the plot line pretty much at all, honestly. I mean, it kept with kind of traditional Ghostbusters storyline where like someone gets possessed and, you know, it's going to bring about the end of New York City. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> where will we get our Timberlands and our Supreme hoodies and our Hype Beast stuff and our people who don't know how to talk properly? How? No, I, I do love you though, New York. Mostly yeah, for your film scene, but <laughs> for me, mostly for your, you know, '90s rap. Yeah, true that, true that, and current rap even. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I, I know you. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was just not a, a great uh, movie, unfortunately. And you know, going back to what made sense and what was a success, I mean, that's just filmmaking right there. Like that's, that's money making, you know. And marketing so like they're already getting probably massive revenues just off the teaser trailers and shit oh yeah what the fuck so people are excited because they want to see what they grew up with and what exactly was important to them you know like imagine like bro it's like when they change the whole ghostbusters thing they change their whole fucking childhoods like it's like no more ray no more vinkman no more winston like yeah you know what it made more sense to me and if it wasn't a remake if it was more of like a reimagining but the but the original ghostbusters existed and then just like you know that the four women became like the next set of ghostbusters yeah. or something like that would have been cool that would have made more sense it wouldn't have been just a straight ripoff pretty much yeah. you know like hey this is our original ghostbusters story <laughs> you know at least that's how i feel about it but it's not about gender or anything like that it's not me, you know and not, like i hate people that try to make it about that because those are the actual like dickheads like mm-hmm. it's like it's a because you didn't like it because women it's like why are you insinuating that like why are you being so presumptuous like that's that how do you do you even know your audience do you even know half the people that watch them Mm -hmm. you think people are just watching sitting down watching ghostbusters (laughs) huh 
four women couldn't bust no ghosts. Like, who's just fucking sitting there thinking that? Are you are you fucking crazy? Yeah, no, I I do agree, and you know, I say this as, I guess, a, a feminist, just believing that everybody should be equal and everything. But it's not about political correctness or anything like that. Yeah, honestly, so uh, I just don't want to see that narrative. Fortunately, it it kind of hasn't really blown up, but. Uh, but we do expect to see way more stuff about the new Ghostbusters movie. And, uh, you know, we'll keep you guys informed once we hear more about it for sure. But I love the first two. Honestly, I wouldn't care if they hand the torch off to like two women and two guys as long as the script is good and it's a good movie. If it's a shit movie like the last, you know what it was? The last Ghostbusters was just, it was Hollywood. That's the problem with it. Yeah, It was just too like main movie attraction cinematography and all that stuff for me like it just felt like it like one of those blockbuster movies like that just that like yeah. everywhere oh this is dope like one of the, like you know like on some dark night type shit not even on some mm-hmm. <laughs> retro even like o- homage to like the original concept thing it it seemed like it was just trying to be a big hollywood movie and that's why i didn't like it so mm-hmm. yeah i get you i mean it just wasn't uh super innovative to me you know like the first one i felt like had more charm it did but that's because it had bill murray and he's the most charming (laughs) person on the planet that is true that is true so that's pretty much all i gotta say about ghostbusters i mean i am excited for the new one but uh unfortunately without knowing more about like the plot and who's coming back or not coming back you know i guess i can't fully like judge it yeah well that's fucked up yeah well, we'll see what happens. We'll keep you guys posted. So before we move on, let's give a shout out to some other shows on the Sports Radio Detroit Network. All right, Fred. So the people at Sports Radio Detroit want us to cut a promo for Parsons and Slow. I want them to cut me a check for Parsons and Slow. Well, um, I've I've Googled some keywords and I'm going to uh, put them here in a promo. So So here it goes. Ready, Fred? Yeah. Uh, analytics away. Parsons and Slow. We have the content consumers crave. Listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, anywhere else that podcasts are available or will kill you. We won't really kill you. Just listen to our podcast brand new every Friday on Sports Radio Detroit. Okay, I'm ready to do the promo. Oh, that was it. Hi, this is Chris. And this is Roger. And if you like Tigers baseball, Major League Baseball, Minor League Baseball, analytics, pop culture references, movies, sports, food, check us out. Look for Tigers SRD on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. All right, so next up, we have our final segments of the evening, and we're going to be discussing a new movie that just came out on Netflix, and it's actually been pretty low-key, called uh, He's Out There. We're going to talk about it in this week's chopping block ah! all right so in this week's shopping block we have he's out there now uh this movie came out last year but it kind of flew under the radar i had no idea it even existed until it popped up on netflix pretty recently like a, i think a week or so ago now and people were actually talking about this movie quite a bit on social media so i thought it was uh a good one to bring to the chopping block to, to let you guys know if you should see it or not. And right off the bat, what did you think about this movie without giving like spoilers throughout the movie? It was good. Just when it ended, I was just like, man, yeah, it's, like 
I don't I don't like when they when they give the killer too much like honestly well, it was too much dialogue he should have just I thought you were going to say backstory and I was going to say he kind of didn't really have a lot of backstory or at the very least it seemed like there was a lot left out that we should have known you know because it was just very up in the air as to like who the fuck the killer really was or at least what what he was trying to do you know yeah it seemed like he was crazy but there were other parts of the movie that gave an impression of the killer that was just completely off the walls and then it never did anything with it that's why i didn't like the ending that much either but throughout the movie i actually liked the atmosphere and everything the suspense a lot right off uh, like at the beginning like the first like i would say half an hour of the movie like where like she just she thinks she sees something and she looks into the woods and there's nothing there and like Mm -hmm. the camera just like just shows the woods for like four or five seconds turns back to her looking around walks up the stairs and the camera turns back to the woods as if to tell us yes there is something out there like i just like i just liked it i don't know yeah i mean the cinematography and just the general atmosphere and the music all of that combined i mean makes great horror in general but you know what i liked about that like first yeah half hour or so was just the fact that i felt like something really bad was going to happen to these kids like the entire time you know what i'm talking about oh yeah uh it was it definitely wasn't the one of those children are sacred and can't get killed movies like it yeah for me if i was like oh shit like yeah it gave an air of like real danger to them you know like i thought someone was gonna like come snatch them up or do something to one of them throughout like the whole movie yeah especially since like right off the bat we're introduced to her and her kids and like there's a lot of dialogue between the kids and you're like they're trying to make us care about these fucking kids for some reason yeah exactly so i mean in that aspect it was actually pretty good like i thought the i guess minimal character development that there was 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 actually pretty decent um and the acting i thought was good too i mean ivan strahovski who's kind of a veteran actress now like isn't she polish i think she's like ukrainian or something maybe i'm pretty sure she's polish her last name she changed her last name too it was actually like wski with a little different i i know that she's using kind of a modified last name but i'm not sure i think she's from warsaw or something like that i i i I, I tried to look up her nationality because I thought she was like Slavic and then Oh well apparently she's Australian. Oh yeah. Actually she was a Polish. Yeah. yeah. Her her parents were from Warsaw. See? Yeah, I was Piotr right. Strahovski, yes. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. I knew I liked her a lot for some reason, you know. But she's actually a pretty veteran actress, so she was kinda like the main star of this movie, obviously. But I thought that the kids actually did a great job with their performances too, for the most part, you know. When that one little girl was sick and everything. Like, I thought they did a good job. What I didn't like throughout most of the movie was how bad it looked. Like, it was, I don't know if you noticed, but it was, like, super overexposed or underexposed, maybe. But the it just looked kind of weird sometimes. Yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah. What was, uh, what do you think of the killer's look in this movie? So, here's what I'm going to say. I liked the killer look yeah the aesthetic the guys but i didn't like the way that he acted exactly that's what i was yeah. gonna say the speaking is what ruined it for me just not even the speaking so much as like his movements kind of do you know what i mean like do you remember yeah yeah he's just he just was like moving around so casually and it just kind of gave me this weird feeling like i didn't like that that much yeah i don't he just seemed like a fucking like fucking loner ass loser dude like he just <laughs> yeah. gave off that vibe like i 
it's that everyone got the riddle wrong mm. to the book. It's not the shadows. It's me. Like, all right, nerd. Yeah. Like, it was super weird. And you remember that, like, laughing? I don't want to like give a spoiler, but do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, how did that fit? How did that fit? Like, that that whole thing was so confusing to me. There were just a lot of things left unanswered that I I wish that they gave some kind of hint to because it just went like one direction and then it went another. And you know what? They also they established already that this was a human and it wasn't supernatural. Okay, spoiler alert, so don't listen if you don't want to get you know dick. Half of the axe went into his spinal cord and he got up and walked away. Mm-hmm. Half the axe was submerged into his spine. That would have went through his spine and hit an organ mm-hmm. and a bunch of like really important shit in there. Yeah. Unless he, he was wearing like a police vest backwards, but the axe still went into his spine. Yeah. And it didn't seem like it was any kind of like a metaphor movie either. So I was very confused by no the allegories, nothing yeah. supernatural. Yeah. So the plot, you know, without, without giving a major spoiler, the plot seemed like one thing and then kind of ended up taking a direction where you just couldn't determine what the fuck was actually the point you know, i thought like what was happening okay it's not a spoiler alert because i'm just gonna tell him what i thought he was in love with the mother i think he wanted to take her for like his family or something stupid like that but like he, I, I don't know do you remember the i'm yeah, making the yeah. Mo- yeah yeah like in the trunk like yeah so what the fuck I, as soon as I, I saw that i was like what that's the thing i don't know <laughs> i don't know it was cool atmosphere wise the music was good the suspense was good but at the end of the movie honestly i didn't know really what the fuck was going on some of you might have a good guess if you watch this so i don't want to throw you off by saying that completely but i i wasn't really sure (laughs) what had happened you know i felt like i was underwhelmed yeah when i started when it started becoming uh less atmospheric Mm -hmm. for me was like as soon as like the mom got snatched up, yeah, definitely towards the end of the then movie, it I was not feeling like the a, suspense anymore. Then it started feeling like an action film, like action horror. Like it was yeah. just ah, like there was just too much ha ah, ah, yeah. instead of like. I mean, I mean, when they were in the house the entire time and all that, like, and he was stalking them, that was cool. Yeah, that's the yeah. kind of shit that was good about the movie. But yeah, once they showed him, like he he, he was just some skinny dude. You know, and like he just, he was just a loser. Like, that's yeah. the best way I could explain it. Like, yeah. But no, I just, I, I just didn't care for the ending that much. And I was going to say, you know, you kind of wanted to talk about it briefly. I don't want to spend too much time on it. But, um, you know, with like some more of these recent slashers and like home invasion stuff like that, I, I haven't really been liking the way that they approach like the endings. I don't you know. Either. Even with like Hellfest, you know and halloween exactly the ending, know, the just ending make it like, super ambiguous and like really confusing and like set up a sequel but maybe not set up like you know i don't know i think the sequel to th- this one's called he, he's out there right yeah the, the sequel is going to be called he's still out there <laughs> he's still out there or he's in there yeah quotation mark <laughs> yeah i don't know he's around there somewhere like but see that's the thing i feel like i don't think this movie is even going to have a sequel no. i feel like it's going to end there and it's just going to be so confusing and the director is going to come out like, hey, it's it's what you interpret of it. And it's like, no, it's not, because I literally can't even yeah. take a guess as to like what happened. You know? The last really good like slasher slash killer film I saw, and really good. I mean, not Strangers Pray at Night, because that was good. Halloween was good. 
I'm using that term good, yeah. sort of loosely. Laid to rest. Yeah, laid to rest was that sick. was that was done right. I mean, Hatchet. Mm-hmm. I think if laid to rest was just more like a crazy guy and not like this techno killer guy, I think it would have been way cooler. And yeah, if he was just, maybe had more potential to spawn a franchise. Honestly, they need to just have a movie where like. There's a killer. People are trying to get away. No matter what, he always finds them. And they don't explain how. He's not a gadget guy. He's not like a mm-hmm. hacker. He just always finds them just because. Because it's a movie. That's why. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it would have been a lot cooler if he was just like at that. Uh, I don't. Was that the one where um, they were at like a gas station and he was there or something like that? That was yeah. one of them, I think. Yeah, that was one. I'm not sure if it was part one or two. But. And then uh, and then like or that, that when the chick went to that dude's house. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he killed the dude's wife. Yeah, I kind of remember that. It, it was actually really good. I want to watch that again. Yeah, same here. But, uh, I mean, apart from that, no, I, I get what you're saying. Crywolf was really good, besides the ending. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, you know what? That fucking movie started it. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna, we're gonna bring this into this. Crywolf, you started that yeah, fucking amb- ambiguous ending bullshit. People thought it was cool. <laughs> but Cry Wolf, I think, at least did it a little better because it just gave you the twist right at the end. Oh, yeah. You know, but this movie kind of dragged out the weirdness from, like, the whole third act, basically. And just introduced a lot of these, like, random points where you're like, wait, what about this? What about this? Like, what the fuck did this mean? You know? At least that's how I felt. Like, those those uh, those wooden pulp puppets or whatever the yeah. fuck they were. Like, I... I kind of couldn't can assume what was going on, but at the same time, I have no idea, you know. So, okay, is it chopped or not? You know what? It's been a while, so it's chopped. Okay. I see. I have, I'm having a tough time with it because for, the first half of the movie's good, yeah, right? Yeah, like I really was enjoying the, all the suspense and everything for like the first hour, and then it just kind of went down. You know what? You know what started it off with like a sour taste in my mouth for me was the car. The car? Yeah. I was going to say, like, the cupcakes. I didn't even care about the cupcakes, but the car, kind of spoiler alert, just had some CGI in that whole car scene, and I thought it was terrible. I didn't like it at all. I actually thought it... actually went downhill, another spoiler alert, since... You know what? Fuck this movie. (laughs) When when the dad (laughs) dropped from the fucking roof. Oh, yeah. That was when I was like, all right, now it's going to go from, like atmospheric suspenseful what's gonna happen to like Mm. over the top now the crazy shit's about to start going down people are gonna start getting stabbed Mm. and we might see a kid get thrown off a roof or something yeah i mean i did legitimately think one of those little girls chop her arm off yeah if the mom didn't turn on that fucking radio in time Mm -hmm. i'm spoiling it i don't give a fuck fuck this movie (laughs) there you go it made me think it was like a fucking it was gonna be like some sort of fucking i know what you did last summer type Mm slasher at least like the vibes from it because that was actually a good movie i'll say it's split kind of because i only think i I recommend it for that first like you know 45 minutes to an hour where it's like good suspense like home invasion type suspense where you're still not really sure what's going on you know but it's not like the end of the movie or anything uh i think that that whole part is is cool but toward the end is when it starts getting kind of but a lot of people liked it so a lot of people also yeah. thought that Halloween was movie of the year last year. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, no, I I don't know. I, I definitely didn't think that. And I definitely didn't think that this movie was, like, amazing. But, like, there was a lot to the movie that I did like. So, 
I'm not going to like completely trash it. I think I gave it like a two and a half out of five or something. Yeah, I, w- I would say like about the same because like half of it was good and half of it was not. Kind of, yeah. We'll give it, I'll give it three out of five. 60%. That's still a D. So, yeah. That's that's what I thought about it. I think, uh, you know, if it's like a rainy night or something, you're looking for like some, a good atmospheric kind of slasher movie. I think this one kind of fits the bill, but you may or may not hate the ending of it. That's all I'll say about it, I guess. I kind of did because we're, we're either we're going to see he's still out there very soon or we're not going to see it at all. Yeah, I mean, if, if we don't see it ever, then I'm going to probably hate this movie. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we need yeah. a follow-up and an explanation. Yeah. As long as he doesn't come into the next one, I am one of the old gods of the world. <laughs> that is why I did not die when you stabbed me that with would, that axe. That that, I'd be like, oh, God. Yeah, or the director can come out and tell us exactly what the fuck's going on. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Either way, I mean, let us know what you guys think about it. Like I said, I saw a lot of people say that they enjoyed it. Let us know what you liked about it. You can uh, hit us up anytime on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then we also have a website. That's HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www.gravediscussions.net. Yeah, I think we're actually HTTPS. Well, you could do that for any site. Exactly, yeah. So uh, yeah, Our site's secure. It it is. It is very secure. We won't steal your information, nor will anyone else, hopefully. Uh, But go visit the site, and you can check out our most recent episode. And we have episode archives as well, where you can listen on sportsradiodetroit.com. Go check them out as well. Shout-outs again. So, yeah, hit us up. Let us know your thoughts, and uh, let us know, like, what you might want to hear us talk about as well. And... When are we going to see them? We're going to see them next week. On grave discussions. Hey, play that. You know what? For the for, Leave this part in. Don't cut it out. But like... <laughs> This has been an SRD production.